You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. COVID-19 has impacted almost every sector of society, especially global art markets and sales. One industry which has adapted significantly through the pandemic is the art market. Recently, a collection of eminent works of art were auctioned for record prices at Sotheby's, the world's largest art marketplace. Notable sales include a Mark Rothko painting which sold for $48 million, a self-portrait by Andy Warhol which sold for $18 million, a William de Kooning that sold for $17.8 billion over a high estimate of $10 million, and a Sig- Sigma Pokes the Copyist which sold for $6 million over a high estimate of $4 million. We now have Doug Hart, President of the Otago Art Society, to talk to us about the global and local art markets and how these have adapted to COVID-19. Kia ora, Doug. Oh, kia ora. 2020 saw global art sales reach an estimated US $65.1 billion, up 29% from 2020, and exceeding the pre-pandemic numbers of 2019. An argument could be made that this means the art market has been positively affected by COVID-19. Do you think the art market has ultimately been beneficial? Do you think the pandemic has ultimately been beneficial or detrimental for the art market? Well, I think there's a couple of answers to that. Um, one is the um, access to galleries has been impacted and also for actual people um, attending uh, art um, exhibitions has been severely curtailed. However, on the other hand, the uh, digital art market, the new uh, platforms of, uh, of Instagram and uh, various other platforms have uh, expanded, exploded, in fact, throughout the art market. So I think if you look at it as a, a whole, the art market has been incredibly privileged and beneficial ways for the art market. In their online art trade report for 2021, insurance company Hiscock described that the art market has historically held a stubborn reluctance about moving into a more digitised online sphere. Like any other industry, the art market was forced to adapt due to COVID-19. The same report revealed that online art sales skyrocketed during the pandemic. In 2019, only 4.8% of art sales were made online, compared to 72% during 2021. How well do you think this shift online will maintain its grasp as we move into a post-pandemic world? Well, that's a quite an easy answer to, uh, to expound on because the digital art market has proved incredibly beneficial to the um, Sotheby's and so on and private collectors. I mean, it's actually doubled. The actual sales have doubled online since uh, last year, I mean, 65 billion a year in sales is quite an incredible figure. I mean, if you look at things like um, um, Warhol, Warhol's uh, Marilyn, that sold for 195 million. I mean, and that is a silkscreen print. So uh, I think that uh, when the pandemic struck, um, it kick-started the art uh, market to go online and ex- expound their um, their demographic as well because you've got new buyers coming in, you've got uh, new sales uh, all the time with big companies offloading their art collections to refinance their, their projects. So it's definitely, definitely been a very good um, move to, uh, to digitise all sales across the globe. 
And you've talked a little bit about a little bit there about new demographics being able to access the art market through online spheres. The 2022 Art Basel and UBS Global Art Market Report describes 31% of young collectors buying their first ever artwork online this year, up from 14% in 2020. Nearly half of new art buyers made their first art purchase online, compared to 30% in 2020. Do you think the art market is more accessible to a younger demographic following a shift online? Yes, I do. I, I think, you know, the, the days of exclusivity in art where people were invited to VIP meetings and so on has put people off buying art. You know, I, I always say that you should buy art because you love it and not because you uh, want to make a quick buck on it in investments and store it away from nobody to see. I think if, you know, if people are buying um, houses, apartments, or even renting, they want to be able to start an art collection. No matter if that art collection costs $5 or $50 million, it's a great way to get into the art market by just purchasing some, some very small, inexpensive items, and that has... Um, done away with the intimidation of the big art galleries. We know that the global art market saw a rise in online sales and prices over the past three years, but what about Aotearoa's local art market? How has that been influenced by the pandemic? Well, I can assure you that uh, it has affected the Otago Art Society um, because of various um, influences that we've had. The cruise ships stopped coming. Uh, visitors to the Tyree Gorge Railway stopped coming um, because of the pandemic. Um, so people weren't act- able to access the Tyree Gorge Railway, therefore they wouldn't come up to our gallery and so on. Um, participation in members' meetings was curtailed. People didn't want to come out because of the uh, because of the um, pandemic. Um, our volunteers dropped off. Um, but then we decided with Hope and Sons exhibition that we would digitise all the work that was in that exhibition. And that seemed to have some great effect, actually, because people were looking at the artwork online and deciding, yes, I really like that, I'll go in and purchase it, or I'll ring up and see if they've still got that online. So I think the effect of art in New Zealand um, was initially... Um, compounded in, in, in a bad way by the COVID uh, pandemic, but it is definitely, definitely recovering. Throughout the pandemic, there was a wave of appreciation for the arts. Things like film and music were platformed as industries getting us through lockdowns and isolations, providing accessible entertainment. How do you think this increased gratitude for the digital arts influenced our appreciation of the fine arts? Yeah, I mean... Pe- Fine arts have always been the thing to, for collectors to actually um, have in, in their house, in their in their office, um, or simply stored away in some secure location across the globe. But I think you know that people are more appreciative of um, buying fine art, and uh, you know, and fine art costs money, and of course. Um, uh, and of course, the new thing now is, is crypto art, which is the new gold. It's um, you know you buy an NFT, a non-fungible token, and that uh, it accesses you to have your your JPEG exclusively for you. Um, I mean, the latest um, uh, NFT crypto art was by a 
artist called Pax. It's called The Merge, and it was sold for $91.8 million. I mean, so really, you know, the the arts market is booming in a technological way, you know, from uh, from oil paintings through to new photography and new uh, technology uh, digital platforms. You know, it is booming. But I think if you come back to it, the actual... Um, appreciation of the fine arts people like picasso vermeer you know michelangelo you know, are very much appreciated by people and very 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 collectible there was a radio 191 fm podcast you can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast